best side you should have at a Thanksgiving that you bet people aren't having this year? Like, what's what's the side that's like, this isn't a traditional, quote unquote, traditional Thanksgiving, you know, bon appetit recipe. But here's a side that you should add to your Thanksgiving repertoire. I'm going to keep it uh, pretty light. But I don't think many people will have um, either. I guess it's a pretty heavy side, but you can do like like a shrimp or fish ceviche, just something fresh and refreshing with like your crackers or something. Or if you're like not really deep into um, like fish or just don't like fish, mm-hmm. do a simple uh, like pico de gallo. I think a pico de gallo is a great idea. That's a really good idea. It's something super refreshing. Like, look, you're going to have, if you're going to have like a traditional classic Thanksgiving yeah. dinner, it, you're loaded, loaded on like the fatty foods and the carbs and the proteins, which is fine. They're all great. That's what the day is for, right? But if you just need like, you know what? It's like 2 p.m. You just got back from like the, you know, turkey bowl. You played a little bit of football. Yeah. Get yeah. a little bit, just just like a cracker. Excuse me. Sorry. A cracker or tortilla chip or even like a piece of toast and get some of that. And it's almost like a, like a what is it? Like a burrata almost? And it, uh, no, no. I mean. Br- bruschetta. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was kind of thinking, I was like, you could also even do something or maybe and go a farther with that. would be cool. Yeah. Like what if you do like a fry your own tortillas into chips like oh, get some thicker man. tortillas into get chips really and then you it. plate it as if it's a bruschetta but it's a pico de gallo yes yeah boom D- beautiful it's a great idea beautiful it's a great idea that's, you that's my it. idea man i'm not gonna i'm i don't i'm, I'm not gonna top it who would have <laughs> thought i didn't have an answer and i was making the question up as we st- as i started the it's question. a prompt man it's a good prompt it was a good prompt uh Man, thanks for the thousands of dollars of improv training. <laughs> really helped here. Uh, <laughs> um, but I did something that I would I would call non-traditional for a Thanksgiving appetizer a couple years back that I'm most likely going to do again this year, and that is doing buffalo chicken pinwheels. Oh hell yeah! You've had these before. Those are I believe. so good. Yeah. Uh, everyone gets so confounded by them the first time, especially if you're with like extended family, older family, because it's like, everyone's just like, what is this? Excuse me? Yeah. And then they have it and they're like, these are the best. You better make them next year. And it's the simplest thing to make because there's no way you can fail because you just buy a rotisserie chicken, get a good one, go to Costco. Yeah. Yeah. You know, get the one that's, $7.99 $7.99 instead of $5.99. Cause sometimes you know they have like the better one. Yep, yep. Just shred that shit up, put some buffalo sauce on it, roll that into a crescent rolled dough that you roll out as if it's like you're trying to make a thin pizza dough from like crescent rolled dough. Uh and then you just yeah. cook the shit out of it uh after slicing them up into little like one inch spirals and uh profit. Uh because it profit. It's it out it it's one of those things that um it looks like you spend a lot of time doing it, but it's very simple, and it definitely outtastes the preparation. Like it's so easy to do, but it oh, tastes yeah. so good. It's like a really good trade-off. The taste um, ROI, ROI is yeah, the ROI nice is great on, on these. Um, but I do like yours better. Mine was uh, 
not as good. That no, I that one's good too, think man. Pico de Gallo is a is a great move. Uh, well, Danny, this is a DMGT podcast. This is the DMGT podcast. I'm I'm Danny, like he said, and I'm Spencer, and we're your hosts. We yeah. definitely we never talk skip about in this type. Of we never podcast, skip Spencer. weeks accidentally. <laughs> Obviously, um, this is the most regular podcast that anyone's ever seen. Super consistent. Um, but without any, again, we didn't skip any weeks. If you didn't see one mm-hmm. last week, that's on you, right. probably. Yep. yep. Uh, yep. But yep. we're picking up exactly where we left off at the end of our last episode, which is continuing to discuss some of our best of the year. Oh, yeah. Things. Um, and because we needed to buy a little more time to finish some games we and did. some movies and some stuff yeah uh this week we're going to be talking about the best tech tech that we bought because it's it's gift buying season you might need some ideas so we're going to talk about our favorite pieces of technology we purchased doesn't mean it was released this year just what we bought this year that we found awesome correct uh we're going to talk about some of the tech that we didn't get that we would love to buy (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and yeah. we'll, we'll we'll finish up with a quick little plug for some other content creators that we discovered this year that we really like um that were definitely on the same level of popularity as uh for sure like we're just as popular as the people mm-hmm. we're going to be plugging absolutely. definitely not absolutely magnitudes more than us at all it's like we're all friends we know each other and stuff <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> Uh, oh man yeah danny um what was something you bought this year that you you want to talk about i'm gonna i'm gonna give you you know what i'm gonna save my best pick for last actually this time i'm gonna flip it on you flip it from the album of the year uh conversation totally last episode that was definitely last week uh uh no so I think one of my favorite things that I've bought this year, and it's, this is going to be kitchen tech, kitchen gadget, which sounds old, but don't care. The Beast Blender. It runs, uh, it, this one's like a uh, personal sized blender, but you mm-hmm. can get like a couple of like different sizings of the uh, container to pour it in. It comes with like tops. If you make like a smoothie or a shake or whatever, and you drink, you can drink straight from it, which is super convenient. A little shorty guy, a taller one for like making, you know, your personal sized or like soup for two or sauces or sauces like that, blending together your veggies, all of that. And it's very quiet. It's like, a super sleek looking you would you would think that like oh how is this how is this like a thousand watt motor and like actually warming up food and veggies mm-hmm. as you blend that you could actually make soup in this and then like you pop it in and it's like oh no this is like really nice it's like smooth uh it's not like quiet in the sense of like oh you can't hear it but it's like quiet in terms of like a blender right like it's like you're not going to like disturb uh your significant other or like a roommate or anything if you're like turn it on at like 11 30 and like someone's still on a work call or whatever like right it's really nice for, for like a good balance of all of that um super simple literally just like a power button switch on the back and then like an intelligent button on front where it's i guess it does something with like the torque that it's measuring like the consistency of like how fast it's spinning or like the mm. the torque and it'll automatically uh blend it like it's as like an automatic like blend timer thing 
um, for it. You can like press it again and like turn it off for whatever you want or just do like quick pulses. But I thought that was super neat. I've made like a bunch of like salsas and I've made yeah. a few soups in that already. That's where I make my protein shakes now. Um, it work. You can you can put ice in it and it'll crush ice for for smoothies and all of that. It's really cool. I got like it's like a nice like black like the matte black but like uh, almost like metallic uh, type texture where it's yeah like between metallic and rubberized almost. It's it's super cool. It feels very sleek. It feels very premium. Um, we had a, a ninja like a ninja personal one. Yeah, that worked well. Well, it worked amazing for five years five six years um that one finally started giving out and uh this was like a totally totally worth the investment so far it's we've had it for like i don't know i want to say like five months or so something like that yeah um, i remember you yeah. texted me this soup is warming up yep. in the blender and i was like a good blender can heat soup yeah it's pretty cool highly recommend it's super cool i love i it. will say the thing because i'm looking at it online and this is definitely the blender that I recently saw in some stream of content. Uh, and I was like, that blender looks cool. And I think the thing you didn't mention is I have like, this looks so easy to clean because the blade comes off of the base entirely. Yes. And 100%. that is the most annoying part of a Vitamix is getting down there. And I know you can unscrew it. Technically, yes, but it's like a crazy bolt. Um, no, the uh, for with this the is going on my the, wish list. I think the top Jeez. twist is definitely like that's where the blades are, and like the way that the mechanism is just like really like just really clever uh, engineering because like it sounds like oh that's gonna look feel flimsy or anything. Like nope, not at all. It feels great. The the insides are like ribbed, so it like helps with the blending, of course, like a little bit of for texture, blend but, pleasure. I've heard. But it actually, <laughs> but it actually is also, it is easy to clean as well because it just like makes everything kind of like scrape off super easily. So that uh, is awesome. Is, this is more of a premium purchase for sure. So this isn't for like a starter blender. It's well, definitely for someone. I mean, you could, uh, technically say, you could. If you want to give like a really nice like kitchen gift for like your, your like home cook type situation yeah. or like budding home cook situation, good blender, good gift blender. Yeah, I, I think like, so like I'm seeing it right now on their direct website, 130 bucks with like all attachments and stuff. Like that's a great honestly, deal, actually. Holy for moly. For a blender. Go buy that right now. Watts, that seems well made. My goodness. That's pretty cheap because like a Vitamix, 500 bucks min, minimum. Yeah, no, I got mine and I thought I, I got it on a deal and it was on a deal. 150. 150 is what I bought it for. Yeah. So like retail a, right now on Amazon is 165 on their website Friday on their website thebeast.com 20% off get in there uh Danny that's a great one and I'm going to I'm going to stick with you on the kitchen hell yeah focus for for my first pick so this one honestly this is this was a surprise on all levels for me uh this year cuz I was actually pretty confounded about the prices that these things were okay because yeah. it felt like mm -hmm. it was too much money but we bit the bullet and i can never imagine going back that's the kind of like purchase this became so quickly oh wow i don't think we've talked about this then we haven't uh this is a just a good motion sensor 
trash can. Uh, it has changed my life, Danny. <laughs> it's so much easier to to trash. <laughs> like it's just <laughs> it's it's such a convenience thing. Like because I've had the the ones that have like the little flippy thing where it's like right, you put it in right, and it flips, right. and I've had the ones that you press the thing and it opens the, up and foot, like right, yeah. you know all that. I've had those, um, but since I'm renting, I don't have like a hideaway garbage area. It's just like a garbage can we have out. Um, and since we purchased it, and I don't know what brand we got, we just bought one that was like cheapish with good reviews. Like I'm not, I don't even know if it has branding on it. It's just right. a trash can. Right. But it was like 125, 100 and something like that. 100, 100 bucks, 125 bucks, somewhere around there. The reason that we ended up doing it is because we have gone through two two trash cans. Mm. And did you know what the going price of a normal trash can you'd buy at like Walmart or Target is? The ones that have the foot flip? What's They're the going like, rate? It is something stupid, right? Like 30, 40 bucks, something like that? They're like $75. God damn. Oh my God. And this is no, truly, this is much. the one Robbery. place where I have gotten the most angry about inflation because i've been trying to find a garbage can that was i was like garbage cans should not be more than 20 dollars. right right I was like, like so there's 20 just bucks man no reason because they all suck because like you know basically from college on you have those <laughs> shitty pyrex type of garbage cans right and i was like i'm not going to spend 120 dollars, 130 dollars on a garbage can they shouldn't be 60 dollars, 70 dollars, which is right. what i feel like they are on amazon so we finally bought it i think christine just went i'm gonna do it and then if you hate it you can send it back and um yeah it's it's awesome like it's one of those things i didn't know i needed but now that it's in my life i don't want it to leave we have we ha i forgot how much we got ours for it but it's also a motion sensor uh trash bin it's a little inconsistent sometimes um I this one is it. never inconsistent and See, if you walk by nice. it nothing you got to kind of wave over it. It's very good. That see, that's that's where I get like caught up with mine, where it's like, yeah, what are I, we we paid probably like ninety bucks for it, like some stupid, stupid for a cra uh, trash can, but rel overall convenience enough. But for ninety dollars, like be a little bit more consistent. Um, just sometimes, sometimes I'm like in the middle of a cook, like oh sh, god damn it, oh no, the pan's going, and like it's not <laughs> sensing my hand yeah. or leg or whatever. Um, but that's nice. What, what do you know? Like what trash can it is? I can find it. Um, I can find it. It shouldn't be too hard. Um, but Danny, while the I rest for that. <laughs> yeah. Um, wait, what are you saying? No, no, no. Go, go. Uh, while I look for that, Danny, what, what else, what else did you buy this year? Okay. So I was going to follow right into it. I was going to say the rest of our list is definitely much cooler than... <laughs> <laughs> the oh. kitchen gear um, well, uh, well uh, no no it is it is it is um my next one is gonna be my apple watch the the seven so i got the seven right before the eights so i didn't actually upgrade um it's fine you know what it's it's getting the job done uh, I like the new, like the screen is bigger and all that which is all like convenient but you know what's actually been nice is the uh the always on, this was like the first foray into like their, uh, the always on technology. And it's super convenient because like from like a glance, like if I'm like driving or whatever, like if something comes through, um, 
it's just super easy to like take a quick look the like all the activity and fitness tracking stuff has gotten way way better since like the first one that i had which was i think the second or third gen uh watch that i had i held on to for like three years um so they're super durable as hell uh and it's been super nice like i'm really happy with it um the uh the the tracking the location stuff has been super good the new like health monitoring with like the heart stuff that they introduced last year like all of the stuff that they like said oh it's all like way better and more medical grade this year it's still you still get a good quality from it from the seven um but it's actually been like now that i'm like actively like actually like regularly working out and 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 doing some stuff like i can like see how like uh like my cardiovascular activity has like improved over the last six months or how like my walking rate has changed and like all these other details i'm like oh i it's just nice to see like some progress in those places where like maybe if like if like i hit like i hit a plateau over the last like month and a half yeah Um, it's just like oh there's still like there's still progress in health in other areas that maybe don't necessarily reflect on a scale, which is like a whole different conversation, right? But uh, it, I don't know. It's just like a really nice piece. And you don't have to use like an Apple Watch for some of this stuff. Um, you might miss out on like one thing here and there, depending yeah. on like what kind of Fitbit or whatever you go through. But like when you start talking or thinking about like the steps tracking and like your workouts and like how your heart rate fluctuated for like tracking, like, oh, maybe when I'm doing this type of workout, here's how i feel then taking notes it's uh i have like the the water some water app so like i'm drinking water more regularly it gives me some like soft notifications which is just easier on my wrist when i'm not carrying my phone around everywhere at my desk or walking around like oh yeah i gotta grab another or refill up on my bottle um so i don't know it's like now that i'm like actually doing stuff that like oh a wearable is was supposed to help with in the first place like okay now like the quality quality of life stuff i'm definitely feeling a lot more so that's why it's on my list that's awesome yeah i uh you know i think generally wearables are always a great potential gift for for someone um and just like to to someone who i'm currently not working out um and that's been that way for a while uh (laughs) The other thing about it is, um, you know, they usually it eventually feels like it's shaming you for the degradation <laughs> of your body and your health. Um, because mine's like, hey, like looking at the year sleep chart, it's like, oh, what's yeah, going yeah. on here, man. What's going on here? Um, but uh, if you're someone who wants something that looks more traditional, does a lot, I would say like 75 to 80 percent of what the Apple watches do. Uh, Wythings is a great brand that you can have a watch that looks very much like a normal watch with a tiny little part of it being a, like an e-ink type type of screen. Um, a lot of the tracking stuff, all of it, uh, goes into the Apple ecosystem, into the Android ecosystem, like their health app, health app. So you can still get a lot of that stuff. Um, but it looks a little, little more, um, just normal. This is a watch. Uh, and for me, that's mostly... Uh, less to do with like the style and more to do with I don't want to have notifications on my wrist because right. I get enough of them in my life. I'm still kind of on that camp of wearables. So yeah, it's a good option for people who are less techy but want some of those benefits, like all the stuff you were talking about, Danny, like sleep tracking, 
pulse yep, ox, yep, uh, yep, yep. heart rate stuff, like the newer ones for Whitings also have those. Yeah, it's a great, hey, and you're using it, and you're actually using it for what it is, Danny. Yeah, a health yeah, tracking I am. app. Like, uh, <laughs> I am, finally. <laughs> and hey, we all had our own time in our chrysalis with the pandemic, and every butterfly yep, yep. that's emerging takes their own time to get there. Um, and the longer that you wait, <laughs> oh, if you're man. someone like me, for that chrysalis to open, um, <laughs> the tighter the opening's going to feel. Yeah, look. It's be a little harder to get out. <laughs> <laughs> the cut's going to be legendary, Spencer. Uh- <laughs> oh, yeah, the cut. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the bulk's been a wild ride. <laughs> oh, man. No, like no. Look, two and a half a, year bulk. <laughs> reference of uh, my use case. Not a shame. Not a shame. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's everybody. Hard. No, what I. Hey. The only person shaming me is me, Danny. I promise you. <laughs> uh, oh man! But yeah, I say that's that a great after one. having like tacos earlier today. Uh, well, I mean, how bad is a taco? Come on, <laughs> it's not that bad. Uh, okay, my my trash can. It was a Glad G L A D stainless steel trash can with Clorox mm. odor protection, touchless. Currently on Amazon for a twenty gallon, one hundred and forty four bucks, but they got a twenty dollar coupon. There you go. So there yeah, there you go. It's there it uh, is. it's a great one. Wait, rear bag compartment. Wow, I didn't even know about this. Man, I'm learning <laughs> things about my trash can as I'm looking it up. Uh, but Danny, my next piece of tech, and yeah, I think this is cooler than a trash can, but I don't know by how much. So, I've always been a non-sponsored spokesperson. The brand Chili Sleep, yeah, uh, who created a product called the Chili Pad. Their second version was called the Uller, which was something I got uh, three years ago, something like that. And what it is is a mattress pad that the old versions, the one I had, mattress pad with some surgical tubing that you can't really feel unless you're like truly like a prince and send the pee person, where like anything wrong with your sleep space is terrible. But otherwise, you'd be fine with it. Um, and what the Uller and Chili Pad do is cool. They basically have water tanks, and they pump cooled water or heated water through these surgical tubes, keeping you at the temperature you like while you're sleeping. Um, one of the benefits of it is, you know, in the summertime, you might not need to have your AC as high at night um, overall. Uh, or in the wintertime, you might not have to have your heat up as high. Uh, overnight to save some money there um, and be the right temperature throughout your sleep. And I love the the Uller. Yeah. You know, I've tried to get basically everyone I know to buy one and I've been pretty successful to be honest. And I do think that they have never sent me my referral gift cards that they should be because I'm talking like I've gotten like five or six people to buy. Them. Uh, like I really do believe in this product. Unfortunately, uh, I broke mine because I had been putting stuff in it to clean it because that was one of the problems with the last generation one. The tank mm. was not removable. So like you just start getting weird shit happening. The fan gets weird. You can't really take it apart and like clean it properly. Yeah. Um, so I broke mine because I saw some people on the internet saying this was working for them and then I think it probably was not um, good for it. So eventually mine stopped working. Uh, three years. This is a thousand dollar purchase. That's not great. Like, gonna be straight up. Yep, yep. A little yep. bit of a bummer. Um, but since I bought mine, 
they came out with a new system called the Dock Pro. And this one, from what they say online, is the one that like the creator of the company had always wanted to build, but it just took too much uh, money for them to make it viable. Like it was just a little bit too hard to to scale. Yeah. So this one, it's called the Dock Pro Sleep System, and it's basically upgraded like across the board. So it has a removable tank for the water, so you can uh, always remove that, clean it, put it back into the system. So that's really great because it was a chore to deal with, like filling it up, overfilling right. it, all that stuff. Because it's like this big, basically air cooling machine. Uh, and then the big change is it moved away from a tube system into basically like a mesh system of water uh, dispersion. So like instead oh, of just like a line of yeah, uh, surgical tubing, it, it looks more like um, a checkerboard almost yeah. uh, of, of uh, squares where all of that is being filled with water. And this thing is like two million times better than the last version like it's like legitimately maybe this is a pun night and day like where <laughs> the uler the the uler i was like this is definitely different like i i it's colder i sleep a little better that's great this one i turned it down and my skin started to sting a little bit because that's how cold my surface of my bed was wow like it was like i jumped into snow like it is insane. And then it gets Hell yeah. extremely hot if you want it to. Like it'll it'll hit straight up 120. Like Damn. and you are roasting. <laughs> like literally roasting. It's really crazy. And it does both of those changes, like from like cold temperature to warm temperature. We're yeah. talking in like 45 seconds. Like it's really wow. quick at getting to temp and staying at temp. And it's really, really just amazing i'm sleeping better even though i'm not sleeping enough and every time i leave it it's the first thing i think of when i get into whatever that other bed is like when i'm in a hotel or right right um right. you know out whatever somewhere that's not my own bed every time i'm like god i wish i could bring that entire king size <laughs> mattress pad everywhere um so highly recommend it it's expensive it's expensive this is like yeah, we're talking say, for a is, king it's like for sure. 1600 bucks um thankfully Uller helped me out a little bit they gave me like a hundred dollars off because mine were broken and then i can send them back in to get refurbished for like another hundred each so like that's good they have like the zero interest pay over six months deal that a lot of places Klarna or whatever so there's options um to yeah. do it you can also just get a half of one so like if you your partner doesn't get warm or hot uh warm or cold at night you can just get a half a half size for for less money, but yeah, highly recommend it. Truly, love love it. It's I uh, can't wait to get into bed tonight. Hey, Always, sleep it's me. The best. Send us some uh, sponsorship, baby. Seriously, sleep me. I'll <laughs> again. You're one of you're getting into the the Audio Technica world for me. Contigo wow. Audio Technica. Of I would it would complete my life to be a spokesperson for you. I mean, uh, you're practically already one because I can vouch that he does. Spencer, you do constantly rave about this, I know. this, uh, 
mattress topper. Well, it's because it comes up so often because people will be like, oh, I slept like shit. Like I'm always hot when I sleep. Like people yep. talk about being warm when they sleep a lot. And That's every true. time I'm like, oh, well, I got to tell you about the fix. <laughs> like, Let here's how you can just not have this problem again. Right, right. <laughs> like, legit, if you're a super warm sleeper and you have lower sleep quality, like, let's say one of your app, one your your Apple, uh, your iPhone is like, hey, you're like not yeah. sleeping well. Uh, this is a great opportunity to sleep better. It's really nice. And it does hey. legitimately help me sleep better. I respect it, even if it's, I don't know, half the cost of my mattress. Uh, <laughs> yeah, overall. it's not. It, I'm paying mine off. <laughs> I didn't buy it straight up. Who's got like $1,700? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> hey, you know, I'm not here to, we're not here to judge. This is, this is definitely a pricier purchase item, but hey, it's recommended. You got to invest in your sleep. You got to invest in your sleep. Yep. Honestly, that, that's what got me into like upgrading like into a real like adult mattress back in the day. For it is one of the best things to spend money on your fucking bed, your, your sheets. Your, yep. Your sheets. And bed accoutrements. Yep. 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 Um, spend $200 on those sheets. You won't buy sheets for years. The $30 ones you'll throw away five times. Boom. That's 200 bucks. That's true. Good like, point. Good like, point. Uh, do it. Do good. This is turning into home goods over here. Um, Honestly, we're <laughs> in our thirties, Danny. We kind of, we kind of have to. Yeah. Um, that's where we are in general. But that's okay because I'm gonna bring it, bring it back around with my favorite piece of tech this year: the AirPods Pro Two. I love these AirPods. They're so good every time i'm like oh i'm it's gonna like it's gonna wean off the hype and like how much i enjoy these is gonna wean off nope nope the uh just like everything i mean we did a whole ass episode and review on these so i'm not gonna go into like all those nitty-gritty details yeah. anymore but i finally flew in them i finally flew in them and incredible incredible it's uh yeah it beat for sure beat like uh the the Jabras, as far as like noise canceling, um, didn't have like any ear popping. <clears throat> Not gonna beat out like an over ear, like a full on over ear, like a Sony WMX4 or a Bose, uh, like Quiet Pro or whatever those are called. Quiet Comfort, Quiet Comfort. Uh, but for an earbud, it was comfortable, it was super comfortable, super tight. Uh, they're doing something with the microphone, so like. To like create like the almost like the illusion of like a perfect seal in your ear mm-hmm. and like the silicone tips like you have a few different sizes and those are those are nice and they do like are pretty flexible um, and they do create a uh, like a solid actual physical seal but like they're doing something with the microphones to like catch like the like ambient frequencies and just like crushing them without destroying your like music experience it is super super cool. Uh, you still get like that's still I think the best uh like bass experience and music and like movie uh experiences, but even like transparency mode or anything like that, like sometimes I'll get home if like uh like we were out the other day and I had them on, scooted back or walked back, mm-hmm. had them on. When I took them off, it almost felt like I didn't take anything off, is how clean the transparency mode is. That's pretty crazy. 
is I truly like the handoff between like phone, laptop, incredible. Uh, sometimes we throw on the Apple TV and it's like, that's the only part that gets a little annoying. It like connects to the Apple TV mm-hmm, and it's like, mm-hmm. oh no, we're, we're watching TV. We're, we're, it's we're not in just different me watching places. TV. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but otherwise like that's super cool. Finding I've already used the, uh, find my case, uh, uh one nice. time, which is super nice. Um, in, in, um, when we were in new Orleans a couple of weeks ago, uh, we were just like walking around and I'm like, I'm not carrying my AirPods with me. I'm like talking to Lily. We're like doing stuff. And then like, I like a block away, I get like a notification on my phone. Hey, you left your headphones behind. I'm like, that's, I mean, cool. I, I know I did. That was intentional, but also super nice because sometimes you do just forget something yeah. and then you just go back and go get it. Uh, all of that was just the implementation of how they've done it with almost no setup with uh, like your Apple ID and, and everything else on right. your iPhone. In, incredible obviously you're not going to get that type of experience on like an android but like the the active noise canceling and transparency will still be good so i don't know it's i was just coming off of like uh like being very satisfied with the jabras yeah i was like they're gonna be good i'm sure because people say they're good but then i put them on and i've used them for two months i'm like no, they're really fucking good. They're really fucking Yeah, good. I mean, I would say they're to the point where I'm considering, even though I don't love the AirPods Pro look, like I don't like the little down that's, carrot that's thing. That's them, yeah. Uh, you have been, your praise has been nothing, uh, uh, effusive praise. It's been consistently just like every time you talk about them, it seems like you love them more. I do, I do. They're really good. They're great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Danny, good pick. And I'm going to end mine with headphones as well. But I, I will say I've had <laughs> yeah. the Jabra Elite Pro 7s <clears throat> for about a month now. I bought them because they were like 100 bucks, uh, So I got them cheaper than they are even now on Black Friday, uh, Black Friday sales. Um, and I will say I'm very happy with the purchase. Like, I really like them good. Uh, a lot. Like. And I'm the thing about it is I don't know how comparable they are to the AirPod Pros too. The reason why is because these are a year old. Like basically yeah. like we're we're almost comparing like different generations of things. But for what they are for around a hundred bucks, which is what I got them for, um, they're an upgrade in every way from the jobbers that you've had that I've had over the years. Yeah. And it has I've confirmed it through multiple phone calls on windy days in Chicago. It has eliminated my mom uh, mm. every time I call asking me if it's like, wow, like what's that noise? And I'm like, I'm fucking walking my dog. Like it always is like uh, it's Chicago. There's wind. No more gone. Amazing. Gone. E- even that's stuff, incredible. Like my mom is very into <laughs> trying to identify the sound that is happening while I'm on a phone call with her. And so I was like washing my hands and that used to be something like after I brought the dog home was washing my hands used to be something. She would also be like, is there like static happening? I'm like, it's like 25 seconds of water. I'm washing my hands. Uh, Gone. Doesn't notice it. So like the things that I needed it to upgrade, which is the microphone so that I could like not have to constantly have that conversation. Because it was truly like basically my mom and my dad. It would, they would always like mention it. I'm like, guys, this has been like, we're talking like five years of 
I've had a dog for four years. I've called them a lot while walking the dog for four years. I'm like, guys, you got to get over it because this is this is the time I have to call you. I want to chat. Yeah, but you're gonna have to have the yeah. trade off. You're gonna hear these things. <laughs> I'm in a city, <laughs> but those are gone. So like, that's my big takeaway is like, the microphones are awesome. Um, yeah, really great. They are. I think the second headphone uh, earbud that they've made that actually has active noise canceling. Everything else before, I think the seventy five, the eighty fives were passive cancellation. Um, but these ones actually have some active noise canceling. Um, I took them on a plane. Plane noise gone, like for sure, all the way gone. Um, I think it's definitely not as good as the AirPod Pros two in the sense of uh, higher pitch sounds still will come through relatively easily especially like abrupt higher pitch stuff like a baby crying you're gonna hear that through the noise canceling yeah um but in terms of like people talking general hums of of being on a plane all those are totally cut out so it's a much better experience overall but definitely like the airpod pros too if you're going noise canceling are way better like just from everything i've seen yeah, yeah, like there there are some comparisons between these two and it's like the Jabra Elite 7s uh are it's like a it's like a really good pick especially if like cost is all I care about like mm-hmm. go with the Jabras. They're definitely They sound like, they sound great musically. Super super good sound. Yeah, like yeah, I really love the sound of them. My my praise for the AirPods Pro 2 was never meant as a knock towards my previous Jabras because I loved my Jabras when I had them. Yeah. Um, so like if you're j- purely like price consciousness, get the Jabras. If you want to like upgrade the overall like experience and you're on yeah. an Apple device, AirPods Pro 2 still makes a, a ton of sense. Yeah. Um, but like and if honestly, you're working like, with like older yeah. headphones right now, like older earbuds, and you want to upgrade, oh, you're gonna feel and like you're maybe a huge upgrade. similar yeah. to me maybe don't want the airpods pro too just because of the design um i'd bet if this is the flagship this year Jabra's going to have to update it in response to the airpod pros too if not they were already probably that's got to be soon yeah um and i'd bet that next version the elite pro 8s or whatever they're going to call them those are probably going to be more one-to-one to the airpod pros too so if you don't need if you're Headphones are okay, and you just are looking for an upgrade, and you're maybe not wanting the AirPod Pros too. Uh, I bet three, four months, we're going to hear some news. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I then agree. I'm going to probably buy those too, and then we will do a head-to-head comparison. <laughs> yep, yep, for sure. Yeah. Um, I will say, like, just the 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 sound the sound app on the Jobbers. I do miss like customizing like the like fine tuning the audio profile for like yes. music listening with the yeah. equalizer and stuff. I do miss that a little bit. Um. I, the, I I don't miss it, but I, well, I haven't felt the need for it. It's like, oh, this song could use a little tweaking or anything like that on, on the music listening side. But it's just nice to have like that, like option if I wanted to like listen to something specific. Yeah, one thing that I've I've learned because we were, uh, you know, a little t- little 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 teaser. Me and Danny yeah. have been getting into Dolby Dolby mixed Atmos music. We're working on uh, a little working something. on some something something. But what I noticed I was, as I was listening to some Dolby Atmos music, which technically the AirPod Pros 2 are rated for and the AirPods, but most wireless headsets outside of proprietary aren't rated for right. Dolby Atmos. But Apple says they have something in their Apple Music app that 
makes it encodable for any headphone to get the experience. But I did notice if I had the Jabra EQ set to on from the Jabra app, mm-hmm. Apple did not know what to do. And it was like basically like constantly fluttering the the level of volume because it was trying to figure out the mix, basically, oh, I think. Yeah, so I had yeah, to yeah. turn that off to be able to experience it without um problems but yeah that was it was weird i still don't totally know what's happening it's kind of i guess that kind of makes sense if i think about it we'll have to uh we'll take a note of that and like we'll we'll take a note of that and we'll dive into that something yeah yeah but uh otherwise love them the case is good wireless charging which is nice just throw it on your your mag safe thing and i love a jabra you know me yeah oh yeah absolutely danny what is one thing that you wish you would have bought this year that you couldn't get? I'm going to stick with the headphones. I'm going to be very basic and stick with the headphones and say the, uh, the Sony's, the, the WHM fives, the new ones. Yeah. Yep. They look, man, what a cool upgrade that Sony, like Sony nailed it with these. And yeah, I really want those by, by all like, you know, reviews and vid and like YouTube video, like, Obviously, I, I consume so many videos and like <laughs> read so much about this, and they're like, "Yeah, they nailed it." The the XM4s are still like really good, and you could just go with those to save a little extra cash. But but it's like, but most everything is like, if you just want to like, yeah. here's like the top of the line. Here's as good as like noise canceling and like wireless uh, music listening goes uh, for the cost. Like this is it. This can't is, be beat is can't be beat like it's it's beating out um the the airpods max the the stupid looking ones the huge yeah. ones for what 150 200 less yep no brainer no, no brainer, brainer. Yeah. um i really 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 want these so bad i want them That's really the bad one too. Purchase. Yeah, yeah i'm definitely gonna get them and if i have to sabotage my I have the 900 XBs, the extra bass, so I don't even have the XM Innies. <laughs> I have the shittier ones that are still really fucking good, and they were like 140 bucks. Um, I might break those so I can buy the better. Sony's one. been on a roll with these wireless over-ear They've, headphones like, yeah. for a while. I mean, it's crazy how many reviews you can look at of the XM5s, where like basically they're like, and yeah, uh, it, this is a 10 out of 10, no notes. Like yeah, yep. like they everything is perfect. Like, it's really crazy because that's pretty rare for any headphone uh, because headphones are really subjective. Like, super, super. It's like, it's really hard to see a ton of different reviewers all just be like, yeah, these are the best for sure. Well, because everyone's ears are like literally like physically different. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, Yeah. That's a great one. I think for me, and this is a little bit because of some of the content creators. We could talk sure. about the thing that I just want but have no need for. I really want to get like a brand new top of the line OLED TV. Oh man. Like just because that's a good one. My too. TV yeah. is great and it I will not replace it until probably a couple more years. Uh and I I also have a bought a projector in the last 24 months right so like i have and i bought a monitor for gaming on uh as well so it's like (laughs) i don't need more displays 
technically, but I just, yeah. it's one of those things where I want it because it looks amazing. And uh, specifically, I'm talking the top of the line Sony. Actually. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Because of that flat sitting thing, and then the whole speaker is a sound bar. It's the entire screen is a speaker. Like the technology is just so cool. Like, like the the image is supposed to be a truly incredible. Um, the uh, the Bravia XR, right? That's the Bravia the XR. Yeah, like yep. the the like what five grand, six grand. Like it's expensive. Like yep. it's yep. like. But if I had my druthers and I could just waste money, I would definitely have purchased that this year because it looks awesome. And I wish I could legitimize why buying that in my entire life ever would make sense because I, I don't think I'll ever buy a TV that expensive, but I want it. I want it. It's, I mean, it's, it looks cool as shit. It, it's, uh, I think that, that is like as an OLED person, you've, you've, you've come over and you've seen OLED. Like it's cool. It looks great. It looks super nice. Um, I'm also like on, on the same lines, like just really generally excited, um, for mini led to hit like tv consumer tvs and like start hit that start hitting the uh, mainstream and getting a little bit more affordable or uh, yeah affordable and not quite as cutting edge still this will still be like prosumer expensive expensive stuff for the next two or three years but now they're more approachable like that six grand two years ago fifteen thousand dollars oh yeah like and i think 2023 is going to be a really good time to buy a tv uh because it's like the first big year of the top line things that aren't oled being the mini uh mini mini or micro i feel like we always i always say the wrong one no it's mini led mini yeah. okay mini leds have like basically gotten to a point where it's pretty negligible performance differences and there's just a definite trade-off where whichever one you care about more is what you go with yep um like mini leds can get brighter oleds can produce slightly it's we're talking these are all slight difference at this point yeah, slightly yeah. better black levels um but the the mini led technology uh is really interesting because it also reduces some of the potential failure points of oleds like um, the and all stuff, of these yep. kind of you know brands are starting to kind of go with both technologies a lot of the yep. time like samsung has an uh, oled they also have mini led i think sony as well um and they're all going to become cheaper next year because this was like the big year of, hey, look, there's a bunch of mini LED TVs you can buy. Um, still mostly in the higher price ranges, like at least 1200 bucks. Yeah. But I think we're going to see the budget competitors of this year, the high sense. Uh, Start entering like the with the, with mini LED. Yep. 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 And I mm-hmm. think actually some of them. You might like, even get some now you might even get year. some now pretty cheap like maybe there is even sub 1000 for like a 55 inch but yeah i think there's going to be a lot more uh, just more options next year um and probably there's going to be a couple of those the tcls the high senses that are going to be shockingly affordable with you know really great performance because they already have them this year but like next year i think we're going to see even more um of those prices be really cool really great yeah i mean yeah literally the high sense right now the 65 inch 
down to $900. Still expensive, still expensive, but like for a 65-inch TV, $900 down from $1,400, really good. $600 for a 55-inch mini LED. This is like bleeding edge tech, basically, for a consumer. Yeah. It's so crazy. Like, that is, honestly, $600, like, listen, that's TVs insane. are expensive. That is an incredible price point for a television. That's the one that yeah. I told uh, Jay to get. Yes, yes, we collectively told Jay to get. Let's well, uh, come well, on. I'll well, go back to the text and we, we did. We'll check it. Okay, okay, okay. We'll check it. But <laughs> I, I will say, like, just thinking about TV prices, I got my TV 2020 when I came back, and I don't know. It was the pandemic, so who knows if the prices were up? But I think I paid like sixteen hundred bucks for my sixty-five Samsung. That is LCD. Yeah. Um, yeah. Great TV. Don't. I don't hate the TV. Like, it's good. It looks great. Sometimes I'm actually, like, shocked at how good it looks. Cinema mode, especially when I'm watching uh, something downstairs instead of upstairs for yeah. just because I'm already sitting. Um, but it's got those LCD problems, man. It's got, it's got dirty screen effect. Like, See, it really the, does. That's the problem with, with LCD that, like, OLED, as far as, like... Um, like contract it's just like Im- overall image quality like oled is like for sure winning lcds can just get straight up brighter though it's easier if you have if you're like in a bright living room space or anything like that they're cheaper obviously yeah. um and and oleds technically based on like technicalities like you can deal with burn-in it'll take years and years and years of like you know non-stop honestly, honestly i will say happen you can't get burn in if you're a normal human being who doesn't right. watch a still image for 10 years. <laughs> right. Pretty much. <laughs> like, pretty much. Yeah. Um, but, but, but that's still a thing with all the technology. I think mini LED is like where I think you're going to see that crossover um, and cheaper, almost indistinguishable. I think mini LED is going to be the LCD plasma uh, yep. like decision. That's why most manufacturers are doing both. Yep. And then if you get more units out with mini LED, cheaper to manufacture, selling better. I also it's, believe that it's gonna go. mini LED can scale bigger. It it can. Because uh, OLEDs can't, they can't, they get really expensive past 75 inches. Like, and there well, is even a the, move. Even the jump from 55 to 65, it's, and like, it's it a lot. just like progressively gets more expensive. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, mini LED, um, like, there's there's gonna be a shot like 2023 has like under three grand yep a 95 inch tv like straight dream the dream yeah it's also because i think at the same point like just a one little final tech thing and then let's end with our content creators yeah uh projectors are having a moment with all of the short ultra short throw tv replacement Yep. They've branded them as laser TVs. They are trying to enter mainstream markets to get plus 100 inch pictures without having to mount a projector, right? I mean, it's really smart. It's really smart. So TVs don't want that money going somewhere else, like the TV world, right? Yep. Like, so A, all of them are making them as well, <laughs> like making projectors. But B, they're also like, well, we got to find something that can match price and size. So like, I think we're getting into a point where like we're going to start seeing like huge fucking TVs. Like legitimately like at like well, a store. Like especially oh, here, here's a especially as TV. as like, you know, like 
so you know there's still that like the constant debate and i don't want to go too off the rails like just a closing point like where people are like oh is cinema dying yes or no like theaters all of that but like if t if i'm a tv manufacturer i'm like yeah stay home and buy my giant ass tv and yeah. just watch it there yeah i mean i love the journey that getting a projector has brought me on understanding more about something that i've always liked to research but at the same point if i could have spent three grand on a 110 inch mini led tv let's say yeah yeah probably not have a projector <laughs> like i wanted it's a big so screen cool. yeah and that's you the wanted only a option. huge screen like, right like, right but if it projectors came down, have like, been really the only i'm not option, gonna yeah. be like oh i have to get a projector like if there's a tv that's that size uh yeah and I'm it's gonna, gonna like get that it's produce way easier. a better image quality technically <laughs> yeah, like yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm gonna yeah. Go also easier like, also easier <laughs> like i'm literally saying if you guys build it i'll buy it like <laughs> like you got my price that, i want it to be yeah, cheaper than yeah. my projector setup that i would want like if you can beat that yeah i'll give it to the tv people <laughs> sorry now where are you gonna mount that huh Nah, that's a hole. That's a hole. We're going to open a, up a whole other can of worms, how you mount it and everything to set up. We can't. Okay, okay, okay. Let's move on to, let's close out with our, our favorite creators of the year, uh, discovered this year or otherwise. Yeah. Um, Danny, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start because it's perfect yeah. for our conversation. I actually have two. I think I only told you that I had one, but I have two. So my first one is uh, a little, some YouTube shout outs for yeah. two of my favorite my absolute favorite people that talk about technology. And that is the channel Digital Trends. Uh, Love specifically Digital Trends, yeah. videos by Caleb Dennison. Um, he is definitely uh, my favorite. There's not a ton of people that do stuff on Digital Trends. It's mostly him, but there are a couple other people. Um, and they're all fine too, but I just really like Caleb Dennison. He's a huge nerd, and I really appreciate that um because he's such a nerd and i love learning from nerds like uh because yeah. he knows his shit and he like explains it in really easy to digest ways he does a great job in not over or under recommending recommending what he likes like and tries to call out uh things that he cares about more than you might care about when he's talking yeah. about things and just tries to give you the information to make your own decision. And I really like that in the world of YouTube that is so clickbaity, you right, know, where it's right. either this is the best call of duty or the worst call of duty. And no one's just talking about, I mean, you know, it's like it's call of duty and here's what it is. You know, there's not that it's all, yeah. you know, and I get it. You got to do it. But I like that this content creator is like just making, I think really high quality, well-researched videos to help with buying tech. Like he's, he's to me, there's few people better at it than him. Yeah. Um, so Caleb Dennison of, of digital trends. And then my other TV shout out, same, same vein, uh, very similar, but even more of a nerd is, uh, HD TV test. Vincent Tio is the, the yeah. runner of that channel. And if you want to go like super into technology, display technology specifically, um, he's the goat just straight up he's the goat he is effectively just a person who is a amazing tv calibrator who also true story has yep. his youtube channel like this is a true 100 percent professional um 
he's funnier than you notice the first couple videos you listen to, but or watch, but he's kind of a goofball and he makes he'll he makes fun little jokes that kind of sometimes I don't even track because they're not always <laughs> great, but I like that he yeah. he's very little, little just a little bit. Um and then I mean he has one of my favorite YouTube rants of the year. Where after one of the episodes oh, of, House yeah, of, the the, Dragon, uh, the, the House of the Dragon, he just Dragon posted one, yeah. like a 15-minute video it was against awesome. HBO being like, you guys are lying. You could not have done this on purpose. Admit your mistake and fix it. <laughs> like, and here and, and like, and dude came the out with science. receipts. <laughs> like, here's the science and the <laughs> yeah. math behind it. It was so it good. It was awesome. Uh, so, I, and I literally, I think I texted you. I was like, dude, I've never seen him this upset. <laughs> like, he was uh, raging. It was great. It was. That's just like was, the passion. Like that's someone passionate. It was awesome. It was awesome. So, um, yeah, HGTV test. Uh, really, more just if you're incredibly nerdy, he does reviews and stuff, but he also does just like explaining things about yeah, like TVs the, and display technology. Just like the tech of like, yeah, 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 which is also um, always super fun. He's great. So those are my thought. They were a good starter from our conversation. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm going to I'm going to stick with the uh, YouTube recommendation. So, um one a little bit both of these are a little techy, but uh one what this first one's a little bit more like you know, if you want to get into like uh like, you know, personal pro- side projects and like house projects around the house or even with with tech as well. It's uh DIY pricks. I think I you might be familiar with them, but they they're the ones that did um basically ripped out the PS5 and made it Oh. Yes. small form yes 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 the ps5 slim video yes yeah yes. they're great super cool super fascinating this this dude is 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 awesome like just like the ideas that this person comes up with like he straight up built i think technically i found his channel a year ago he's he's like at four million subscribers now but he really blew up this year um where he straight up like built a microphone from scratch that's cool. and like showed it to like some like professional and like compared to some like professional like really expensive microphones like oh this is like the form factor isn't exactly like the most convenient but like as far as like quality goes and if you're like yeah screw it i've got some time let's build a microphone why not that sounds like a fun project the video's up all he always gives you like the instructions and like pdf stuff and like all the research and like the the like the struggles that he went through um he's like well here's how you can replicate it now have fun which I think is like a really fun, like non gatekeepy way of uh, just like awesome. teaching and encouraging stuff, um, which is super cool. I, I really enjoy that channel. Just like some of it is like, yeah, I'm never going to do something like this. But sometimes like, oh, there's like maybe causing some inspiration, like the uh, the outdoor uh, super bright TV from like a really old, old TV that he basically made like super high contrast because of the LEDs that he used right in there. Um, which was super fun. Like he basically made like a high quality panel from or TV from like a low quality panel or a cheaper panel. Um, anyways, those are those are so super fun. I highly recommend that that one. And then a video from a creator that I just shared with you not that long ago, DMS. A DMS I've been subscribed to for a couple of years, still a little bit smaller in realm in the terms of like YouTube personas still on sub 100k subscribers but if you're like an audiophile or want to get into audiophile equipment and tech like this dude is super smart uh probably second to uh what's what's the guy from from twitter he's got like he always does like his own charts and stuff online i'll link it somewhere 
Andrew uh, Robinson? Sorry. Something like that? No, no, it's not Andrew Robinson. Anyways, um, he's really cool, like, in getting, like, giving you his opinions on, like, here's, like, the general sound profile of headphones that I like. They might not be the profile that you like, but here's mm. what I'm getting from them. Do I recommend? Do I not recommend? Uh, he, like, slammed the AirPods Max when they came out. It was really funny to see. Um, but he just did, like, a sick Dolby Atmos that we just talked about, like, set up that we're we're gonna we're working on a little research project over here ourselves. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it was just, like, super interesting. Like, um, this is definitely, like, a channel that I go to when I'm, like, I need, like, a final opinion and a final say on on these headphones or like this, these pair of speakers or something else. I mean, um, honestly, I don't really think, deep dives. I don't think you can give a better recommendation than saying that. Like this <laughs> is the person where if I can't figure it out, if they have a video on it, I'm probably going to go with what they think. That's awesome. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yep. it, that, that Atmos video is really cool. I think the, the thing that separates him from a lot of other tech people, um, if, this Atmos video was indicative of his other content. Yeah. It's very personable. Yep. Um, he's not the classic, because I would say HGTV test, uh, digital trends, very classic, basically like news desk type of yes. uh, tech review. Um, but he's more just like, no, I'm actually part of the video is the journey I'm on trying to figure yep. this out, yep. as opposed to just doing a straight up, this is how to do this. Um, which I really right. thought was cool. Um, more narrative, I guess, I would say. Yeah, yeah. He He's, like, started getting into, like, a while ago, he started getting into a little bit of, like, keyboard stuff, too, which is, like, interesting because that's, like, a, that's, like, a side-scratch uh, niche mm-hmm. area <laughs> yep. that I, like, just keep an eye, like, just, like, an arm's-length mm-hmm. eye on. I occasionally uh, when, watch, when yeah, came down, I'll I'm watch, like, oh, like fun. reviews of graphics cards for PCs for no reason. <laughs> I don't have a PC and I don't want one. <laughs> But it scratches a niche. It scratches a niche, you know? Sometimes you just need that. Like, keep something that you don't really know that much about. Like, oh, that's kind of interesting. And then, all right, I can't, I can't, I can't dive into all of this right now. (laughs) So since we're cool nerds, Danny, my, my number one content creator I discovered this year uh, to show how cool we are is a sports podcast. Yeah, we're super cool. So we're cool because we know sports. but it's uh, Thinking Basketball is is the YouTube channel, podcast, Twitter, all of all of them. Um, I also there's a book uh, as well that that this person wrote. Uh, ben Taylor is the the brain behind Thinking Basketball. Also, yeah. just learned this. He has like an actual deal with the NBA for this season. He's doing Thinking Basketball oh, content cool. on an official NBA handle. I haven't been able to, it's on Twitter. I haven't looked at it, but, um, so this is, uh, a guy, Ben Taylor, who is a, um, basketball advanced analytics person, uh, initially, um, comes from a cognitive science background and analytics background. And he wrote a book, uh, 2017 called thinking basketball 2016, that is kind of, laying out what he's been continuing to build upon, which is effectively his advanced metrics philosophy and approach to trying to truly solve the problem of unequivocally what makes one basketball player better than another one. 
Yeah. And what makes the all-time best basketball players the all-time best? Why can't we be why haven't we found a way to truly explain that through numbers? Cuz all of the tries have failed. Like uh you know, we have like the pie, we have uh what is it like the LeBron 538, like there's all of these uh, plus minus box score um uh like relative box score like there's all these other there's all so much in analytics in basketball um and it's really still hard to you know have an have a conversation about why you could call lebron the best or why you could call jordan the best without it devolving into just what you feel is true right um and the thing that i really love about it is kind of consistent theme of all of my stuff uh, and your stuff, I, I think, as well, in terms of content creators, is like the calling out of bias and yep. staying pretty far away from the clickbait. Uh, like, it's a little bit of a slower pace podcast for sure, because um, they're like constantly looking at their advanced metrics that they've built over the years. Uh, but the depth of information that he goes into and why. And how he explains these advanced metrics so they make sense to you. Um, why he knows that, like, no matter how much work he does, there's always the eye test that you have to, you have to consider, you have to consume yeah. the content of the game to understand truly what numbers make sense and what don't. Yeah, like, like how I, they actually I think that's translate. Like, right. That's the biggest thing that I took away is like, you watch some of his videos about the best players ever. And you watch some of the videos about people having a moment or, or even videos where he's like, this player isn't as good as we think. Um, it really is very interesting to, to consume. And I also think the way that he blends data and kind of like human subjectivity um, and the way that he tries to approach that, basically understanding that bias will always exist. Um, I think it's very yeah. it's broadly applicable to how you think about really any problem that you're looking to solve and and I've definitely taken things away that aren't just basketball is more interesting to watch and research uh cuz it's definitely true as well like watching players um play has changed a little bit for me um like I'm really more focused on what are players doing and what aren't they doing that. Yeah, our our uh our basketball conversation and like you and Jay, like just me being like adjacent to the conversations, like our our basketball conversations have gotten like way more like analytical and yeah. like in depth. Like we're not just saying like, oh, they played well. Vooch should do more of the that stuff. Now we're like, hey, when this happens, it leads to these other things, and then like we just like go off. It's of that, really, really it's fun. Gone really cool. Yeah, yeah. It's really, really fun. <laughs> I feel like it's easier to do when we're all in the same place. Uh, yes, harder to do on text because it's like <laughs> constant novels. Um, but yeah, it's really, it's really cool. Um, I highly recommend it. Even if you don't like basketball, I think it's interesting. If you like math, I guess. Yeah. Um, but if you like basketball and you are sick of a lot of basketball podcasts, like. Even the good ones are kind of grinding on me at this point. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Um, it's a really fresh voice, just in the sense of this person isn't a former basketball player. Like, he played basketball, but he wasn't an NBA player. Right. Like, right. Uh, more of an analyst. He's not a media personality is... that has a podcast about basketball. Like, 
This is truly just a fucking analytics guy who's pretty decent at talking. Again, lightly comedic every little once in a while, but never just sure. honestly yeah. bails before he even needs to. Um, <laughs> will occasionally like interview coaches, um, talk to former players occasionally. Yeah. Has like a, a co-host that I forget the name of, who also is a big basketball analytics guy. Um, but yeah, highly recommend it. Um, I really like it. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, I just yeah. subscribed to his Patreon and now I have Tanny. You gotta I gotta I I have to show you because I can't send it to you. But he yeah, has well, all I mean, of his yeah. stats laid bare, and I'm like, it's even more confusing thinking about the Chicago <laughs> Bulls than it was before like just generally we knowing how confusing they just are. just on the eye the eye test alone is like <laughs> this team is so confusing they make what is no happening here? sense makes no all, sense no in sense. like his like his he has so many advanced stats that are like taking player uh strength uh a, relative to league and then also relative to opponent and like it's so intense how much you can go in and then you look at the bulls and you're like what the fuck how do you make any <laughs> sense of this team with some of them being in like literally 97th percentile in some advanced offensive metrics, yeah. which is incredible. Like that's what the top two teams in the league are going to have. And then at the same point in another relatively similar offensive advanced metric, like three point Just like, player impact, like 12%. Yeah. You're like, how can they both Bottom be tier. true? <laughs> like, it's crazy. It's and it's crazy. because uh, there are two bulls teams. <laughs> <laughs> just straight up it's like that's what it is that's what it is separate teams uh, that exist oh man i love that uh my last my top creator of the year is going to be a little uh i guess uh i don't know just uh it's just my call out it's going to be bubbly nuggets i found through through youtube this is a guy that mostly uh streams video games uh but we I kind of just like stumbled on the stream earlier, like in the spring, uh, started engaging with the content because it was interesting. You know what it was specifically? Uh, he was streaming uh, The Last of Us Part 2 as okay. like, he's like, this is a stream of The Last of Us Part 2 as someone who helped work on The Last of Us Part 2. He worked at Naughty Dog while, while it was in production, uh, which was like, oh, this is like a like an like a different, interesting like point of view on yeah. this game. and. He takes a lot of that stuff, like not all the time. Sometimes it's just for fun, but like sometimes it's like he like stops and like breaks down something like here's why this worked out this way, most likely, um, because like of all the moving parts that exist in the in gaming space, but in like a very like approachable manner, not in a um, like, well, I was in gaming, so I know more than you. So you can't never critique this thing about gaming, which I think a lot of m gaming media and like they have like that weird thing that they do versus like music and, and movies a little bit more. Mm -hmm. Um, you get not, not really none of that. Um, super, super chill, chill guy. The, uh, the discord is a pretty fun place. Um, we've, we've had like healthy debates on game of the year already this year on like the Ragnarok and, and Elden ring side of things. Um, we like interact with each other now a little bit more regularly. We play it online uh, over the summer. He whooped my ass in Halo. Huh. It was quite embarrassing, actually. Um, but yeah, no, he's a good dude. Bubbly Nuggets. Uh, that's like my recommendation on if you're looking for a streamer or just like just some fun, random uh, TikTok stuff. That al Also, he plays like a killer guitar. Like this dude can shred. He's got like a nasty uh, seven string. Oh, and nice. sometimes he like does covers for, for like duets or something. 
It's, it's fun. Good time. You know, my recommendation. I wonder if 2023, Danny, is the year I start watching Twitch streams. I'm you so just have close. to find the right stuff. Yeah. I feel like I'm so close. Maybe I'll try, try them out. Bubbly Nuggets. Good time. And, and also, he agreed to, uh, to guest on the pod, which we have to schedule, by the way. Yes, we do need to schedule that. be a fun, that. fun conversation. Um, and also, obviously, all of the people that we talked about, similar levels, and the fact mm-hmm. that we're going to have Bubbly Nuggets eventually on the podcast is proof that we weren't lying about that. True. 100%. <laughs> Digital Accurate. Trends, HGTV Test. Accurate. All of them as popular as us. Uh, they're all at the very friends, least. They're and as they popular know we as exist. Us. <laughs> they know we exist. <laughs> yeah. Like at the very yes. least. Yes, we're the floor. We're the yeah, floor. We're the floor. <laughs> they, you know, there could be a higher ceiling that they might be at, but like technically, we're. I mean, we're not on the same. Like, they're at least as popular as us. <laughs> we're we're in the building. We're in the building. Yeah, it's it's just a like a seven thousand floor building, and we're in the building. Mm-hmm, definitely mm-hmm. yeah but uh uh you know eat a turkey eat a turkey um, or don't eat a turkey eat something better than a turkey that's fine too we'll have uh, no we'll traditions back. <laughs> do what you want have no traditions <laughs> break- <laughs> you must break from faith oh, honestly i think that's why i said that danny <laughs> and i know what you're talking about uh wow um so good all right bye uh, bye Yes. <laughs> <laughs>